You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Oh, man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheese steak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheese steak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely gotta see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game live in high-def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is your game now, gentlemen. For you seniors, it's your last one, so make it count. Because you'll remember it for the rest of your lives. Let's get him. He's back to pass. He fakes to the right. He goes there. He's got Dan Gordy. He's 20. He's at the 10. The 5. Touchdown. Hands here, Gordy. It's a fake to the outside. Johnson's keeping it. He's got the 15. 10. Cuts back inside to the 5. Touchdown, Kevin Johnson! in the shotgun, he drops back, he's looking over the middle, it is tipped, and it is intercepted by Paul Kosarski at the 32, across the 30, 25, 20, 15. He's finally wrestled out at the four-yard line. Johnson under center, Diaguardi, and Kosarski once again in the backfield. No wide receivers. It's a handoff to Kosarski, he plows forward, and he's in for the touchdown. Gives it to Duffy again, he takes a leap, and he's in for the touchdown. Downs, he's back, he's looking, he's going deep downfield towards the near sideline, it is... Intercepted by Duffy! Intercepted at the 10th! Ill-advised pass. Third down and 14, flatly not in the shotgun. He rolls back, he's looking, he's looking. He's got a man downfield, but he's hit! And he is finally dragged down! Big sack by Matt Gregory! Kick is on the way, it's a low, skittering line drive. 
coming down to Ryan White at the 15. He's across the 20, across the 25, across the 30, 45, up the middle. He's got a man. He's breaking the tackle across midfield. 45, 40, 35, 30. He's got a man to beat. He spins away from him at the 15, at the 10, at the 5. He's in for the touchdown. Electrifying game opening wow. touchdown by Ryan White. Unbelievable. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here's Josh Kipple, Dave Feldman, and the legend, Bob Herpin. Graduation affecting key positions, it was unclear how the 2010 Marple Newtown Tigers would react to and build on the success of the 2009 team, which advanced all the way to the District 1 playoffs. Answers were provided in the season opener at Sun Valley one week ago today as a high-powered rushing attack and smothering defense kept the vanguards of Sun Valley at bay and off the scoreboard in a 26-0 triumph. Now for the first time this season, the Tigers get to show their stuff in front of the home crowd. They'll welcome the Springfield Cougars in this year's Central League opener, looking to go 2-0 and on the season. Under the lights at Henry Harvey Stadium, here it is. It's week number two, home game number one in 2010. Good evening, everybody. Good to have you along for the first broadcast of this new season. Josh Kippel at the controls. And, of course, my new right-hand man, Mr. Dave Feldman. Dave, your impressions of last week's rousing victory. Last week was a great game for the offense and the defense as well. Uh, Jamie Reidinger's first chance for the, you know, to take control of this offense for the season. And he took him onto the field last Friday. But the running element of Coach Junta's game plan took full force as uh, they opened the season at Sun Valley. The game started with an 8-minute, 64-yard Marple Newtown drive that resulted in a C-moat touchdown and an Anthony Nicolardi extra point. The score would stay 7-0 at the half. Moat would finish with 100 yards rushing. Ryan White made his presence known with a nine-yard touchdown run, and Mario Diagardi made it the Mario Diagardi show. Two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, a 38-yard run and a 28-yard run, and you said it, Marple Newtown wins 26-0. Right now, Mr. Ridinger at quarterback has big shoes to fill for the departed Kevin Johnson. Only got three chances to throw the football. Wasn't successful, but guess what? When you, once you have that vaunted wing tee firing on all pistons, it doesn't matter. 41 rushing attempts last week, 262 yards rushing for an average of 6.4 per rush. Of course, uh, every time you run that wing tee, you're, you're looking to push that defense back on its heels. And uh, in front of the home crowd, Springfield, which had a good defense, only allowed seven points in a loss last week to Interboro. But they're going to have a bit of a test here because that, that wing tee does suck a, a lot of time off that clock. And it'll be a test of endurance and stamina for the Cougars. Well, it's uh, great to have a four-headed monster of running backs. You have Samara Moat, you have Mario Diagardi, Ryan White, and Ryan Duffy, and all of them are they're all capable of 100-yard games every in, night in, night out. Well, uh, Mr. Moat, 21 rushes, 100 yards. He had a breakout game in what is expected to be a breakout season. And Mario Diagardi, who was the third back and was featured at times last season, 12 attempts, 126 yards, two touchdowns, 10.5 yards per rush. Well, that's a lot to live up to this week in front of the home crowd. Yeah, Mario, he you know he always did a great job last year. He had a great preseason this year. The scrimmages we saw here, 
And uh, looking to build forward off of last week's great, great game. And now the defense. Sun Valley limited to 12 yards passing on three of eight attempts by Bill Hudson. And the rushing attack did gain 106 yards, but Mr. Riddle is uh, big things are expected from him. Yeah, there were uh, big sacks last week. Uh, Mac Lou, Gregory in there, I'm sure. Yeah, Mac Gregory, Lou, Lou Delonzo, the defensive coordinator, did a great job playing calls. Uh, I'm sorry, calling plays. <laughs> and he uh, held the Sun Valley, scored us. Now, last season, if I remember correctly, Springfield played Marple Newtown on the road. It was a 24 to 6 victory. And, uh, and conditions that were less favorable, let's just say, than, than it is tonight. Of course, setting the scene here in the first game, we've got low-hanging clouds here uh, pretty uniformly across the sky. It did look like uh, earlier today it might actually rain a little bit, and uh, conditions do get a little slick on the turf. Advantage, of course, to Marple Newtown, but things have just quieted down a little bit. you got the sun poking through a little bit, a nice breeze going through, very cool all in all. Almost perfect night for football for this first uh, game of the 2010 home season. Well, even if it did rain, right, Junta loves that. It's a great job, a great chance to use the running game on that. Of course, you know, the wing T, when uh, conditions are good, you can eat up 7, 8, 9, 10 yards at a time, but when conditions are bad, all you need are 2, 3, 4 yards at a time and uh, just melt away more time in that clock. We have a little bit of delay here, uh, waiting for the coin toss in the National Anthem here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Marvel Newtown, of course, last year, Dave, 7-3 in the regular season. They had a District 1 playoff berth where they fell, unfortunately, to Owen J. Roberts in a, uh, in a game where conditions were very sloppy at their home field out in Pottstown. And building on that last year, it was uh, some questions because there was a high rate of roster turnover. Some key seniors, Kevin Striegel and Kevin Johnson among them, that... Uh, defensive tandem and offensive uh, stalwart Mr. Johnson is but this year what Marple Newtown appears to lack in size and experience they do have in speed and focus and that's uh, two of the things that they're going to need to uh, contest the Central League this season and well Kevin Johnson just did an unbelievable job last year like you said 7-3 and three record fell a little short in the playoffs but this year we have a mobile quarterback Jamie Reidinger he was actually I think he had negative 4 yards last week but Looking to build on that this week and hand the ball off that wing tee. It'll be a great year. And, of course, the kicking game is one thing that we're looking for as uh, Adam Fender has now departed, leaving Anthony Nicolardi, a 6'1", 150-pound junior, to pick up the slack. Uh, you saw him last week. Uh, he possibly could be uh, the next Adam Fender, or is he just going to come into his own as, uh, as Anthony Nicolardi in a different manner? Well, he didn't have many, he didn't have any field goal attempts last week, but... He had a few extra point attempts. One was blocked. He didn't miss any, though. So, But uh, he looks like he has a, a good, strong foot. A very, very good leg. Because we know Adam Fender was famous for kicking field goals in practices upwards of 40 yards when conditions were right. And we'll see if Anthony Nicolardi can grow into that role as well because it was a key part of the success last year, along with Billy Weaverling, who returns as the punter. Right now we have the Springfield Cougars coming out of the tunnel here off to our right. Going across the field, they have white jerseys, white pants, blue helmet. This year, a little uh, different wrinkle as in years past. They have a sort of gold-colored S denoting Springfield. Their numbers are blue trimmed in gold. And, of course, the Marple Newtown Tigers, as we expect, every home game will come out in their all-blacks with that 
fearsome orange paw on their helmet. Well, with Springfield, a player to watch, you have uh, running back Matt Craig. He had 1,818 yards last year and about 121 attempts. So they, Marple Newtown did a great job shutting him down last year and earning the win. We'll see what he does tonight. But also a senior, Kristen Naduka. He did have an impact in the last two years, as I recall, uh, against Marple Newtown. And now he is a senior. He's one of the guys on offense who is expected to carry the load because they do have some rushing sets. They are not as rush-happy as the wing T is, but they do tend to mix it up very well. Well, when you think about Springfield, they also lost their quarterback, Wally Ritecki. He was a senior. He graduated. And, um, yeah, and Ritecki definitely was uh, someone to be reckoned with and someone to be respected and feared out there at certain times on offense. I know he did uh, do a good job of misdirections against Marple Newtown over the past couple years. But then in his wake, we have Ryan Strain at quarterback. And also, you may expect to see number five, Dante Allen, take a couple of snaps. Yeah, there was a bit... There's a big competition in training camp for the quarterback spot, and it looks like Strain won it. Dante played a little bit last with last week, but and also number 15, Aaron Coyne, who is just a sophomore and plays safety on defense. And here come the Marple Newtown Football Tigers, charging out triumphantly for their first home contest of 2010. Unlike Springfield, they are in a group on mass motoring together across the field from the far pylon all the way to the near sideline here. Head coach Ray Junta. Defensive coach Lou D'Alonzo. And the whole crew. And also this year, we'd like to point out for everybody, we will have referee microphones on the field. So with as, as quickly as the officials can get the calls to us, you will hear that as well through the headphones. Things are starting to fill up here, Dave. It's always a good thing to see that uh, early, very early, given the construction here, that uh, it does not deter the fans of Marple Newtown from getting here and filling up the stands. Right now, we are roughly six minutes from kickoff, and we've got about three-quarters capacity on our side. Yeah, the Marple Newtown fans always show their pride coming in with their orange and black. They always fill the stands year in and year out. And we are just about to have the coin toss. Captains, number 50, Brian Kelly, number 77, Christian Whiteside, and number 54, Pete Finnegan. Springfield has won the toss, Dave. So sometimes it's the little things that don't go your way, but no matter, as Marple Newtown's defense gets to show its colors for the first series of the first home game in 2010. It's going to be a great opportunity to try to contain Matt Craig and Christian Naduka. Uh, get a good look at the offense for a second. It's a chance to pump everybody up. And right now we will have the Marple Newtown band 
with the playing of our national anthem. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Back here at Harry Harvey Stadium with the National Anthem behind us just prior to kickoff. Springfield once again will receive after having won the toss. Something that, Dave, didn't happen all that often in 2009. And for that matter, 2008, Marple Newtown uh, during its home games did have a pretty good run of luck in terms of the coin toss. But, uh, you know, as, as, as omens go, as signs go, very minor thing. And again, I think you'd almost rather have the defense come out there and... and uh, shut down the opposition's offense rather than have the uh, your offensive team come up there and score. Also, it's so nice to be able to uh, score at the end of the half and then get the ball back when you come back for the second half. Anthony Lincolardi stands ready. He approaches the ball. It is a low squib kick, a line drive. Coming down at the 12 to number 11, Cameron Durham. Across the 15, across the 20. Escapes a man up the middle, across the 25. And finally wrestled down just shy of the 30-yard line. So good ball awareness there on the tackles. He was able to break a couple tackles there. And Ryan Schollenberger made the tackle from Upper Newtown. Cameron Dorham is a shifty sophomore wide receiver and safety on the other side of the ball. So the Springfield Cougars with the football on its own 30-yard line. Ball is spotted on the near hash mark, closest to Marple Newtown sideline and to us in the broadcast booth. Under center right now is Dante Allen. Three wide receivers set. One man in the backfield, one in the blocking back position. Shotgun. It's a straight handoff up the middle, trying to get across the 30. And getting almost nowhere for Springfield is number 28, Matt Craigs, senior running back. A nice gang tackle there by the Tigers. Uh, three or four jerseys on that one. Yeah, first time they got the push through. Second time Craig did get another yard. So it will be second down and eight from the 32. Shocker formation. Drops back to pass. 
He's under a rush. He's going to roll forward across the 35. Brought down shy of the 40. So you see Mr. Allen there. A little shiftiness early on. He was taken down from behind by number 21, Billy Weaverling. So it's good to see uh, Billy Weaverling get involved early on. Shy of the first down by roughly a long two. Third down and a long two from the 38-yard line. This time Allen will take it on the outside. He's across the 40. He's got the first down. He's across the 45. Escapes a man at the 50. Still going at the 45 and finally dragged down on the far sideline after a big gain there for Springfield. Yeah, it was a quarterback keeper. Got to the right, the, uh, right side of the field and the Marple Newtown was able to take him down, but not in time. He was able to pick up the first down. Dave, this is what we saw over the last couple of seasons with Springfield. You never know what you're going to get in each down in each series. They don't, they don't work the uh, the sleight of hand like Marple Newtown does, but it is very shifty. Here we go. Three wide receivers again. Man in motion is Durham. He sweeps all the way across to the near sideline. Gets across the 45. Dragged down shy of the 40. He's taken down by number 50, Brian Kelly. We're behind a lot of him this season, as I understand. Yeah, Mario Diagordi also went on the tackle. He's also a good guy. To, one guy goes high, Mr. Diagordi goes low to get those legs to stop the forward motion. Second down and roughly five at the Marble Newtown 43-yard line. Three wide receivers set again. Shotgun. Hand up up the middle this time again to Craig. He gets across the 40s. Close to the first down. Let's see. The pile is still going. They're pushing backwards. And let's see. This is probably going to be the first spot of the season. Christian Whiteside was in on that tackle. A couple of other Marple Newtown Tigers able to get to the ball carrier, but he picks up the first down. Well, they are going to give him the first down. They give him forward progress to the 35. Springfield working quickly here in this first down. Four wide receivers this time. Three as a man drops back into motion. Bad snap. The direct handoff up the middle trying to get outside is Craig. He does. He shakes off one tackler, two tacklers. Falls across the 30-yard line. It looks like Billy Weaverling was just unable to get him from behind, but he was taken down for about a five-yard gain. And Matt Craig doing a shake and bake. Trying to squeeze every extra yard he can out of this play. Second down and five for Springfield. Once again, shotgun formation. He's got a man downfield. It is complete to the far side to Denzel Thompson. He's got the first down across the 25, down to the 20, 15, still dragging the pile. Let's see where they spot this, Harris. The Cougars are now in the red zone. Looked like Ryan White on the tackle there. That's for the first time we have a, uh, a man out in the flat. For Springfield working quickly again as he cut from the far side into the near side. Three wide receivers, two to the near side. One to the far side. Shotgun once again for Allen. Got a man in motion. It is Jay McCarry. But it's a handoff up the middle once again to Craig. He falls short of the five. Second and goal for the Cougars. Yeah, Craig wasn't able to get many yards there. Marvin Etienne collapsed the offensive line. He was able to get to the ball carrier. They're spotting it at the six-yard line, so it is second and goal from the six. Shotgun formation once again. Craig in the backfield. It's a direct handoff, and Craig is virtually untouched up the middle for the touchdown. Springfield takes the early 7-0 lead. Well, that's another thing about getting the first possession of the, half of the ball game. 
momentum hopefully doesn't swing in Springfield's direction. Yeah, sometimes it does tend to backfire, but that's why Marple Newtown's offense gets its chance to, uh, to equalize. Brad Lord, sophomore kicker on for the extra point. 8.41 to go, first quarter. Ball is spotted, the kick is away, and the kick is good. So the Springfield Cougars with the first points at Harry Harvey Stadium here. 8.41 to go in this first quarter. Marple Newtown now will get its chance with the ball. And with that, on the other side, we'll take a quick break and be back with the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. Springfield with the kick. It is a high, spiraling, and never end kick coming down to Joe Vexo. At the 15, at the 20. Tries to bust up the middle. It's the 25, 30. He's finally dragged down at the 35. So Marple Newtown with its first possession. Relatively good field position in its own end of the field. Starting first and 10 at the 35. He's got Joey Pham, the one wide receiver split wide to the far side. Ranger under center. He rolls back on the fake. Diaguardi around the blocking side. Let's see who it was once again. Once again, it was a fake. That Ryan Duffy gets his first carry of the game. Gain of only two. As once again, Dave here. It's uh, one thing we do have to keep our eyes peeled, and it's okay if we do get fooled because there's a lot of sleight of hand with three backs in the backfield. You never know which way the ball is going to go, and that time Diaguardi was the decoy for Duffy. Well, Ryaninger is really getting accustomed to this wing tee, and so are the running backs. It's really getting hard to figure out who has the ball. Once again, one wide receiver split wide to the left. Two men in motion. We've got Matt Gregory also in the backfield. It's a handoff this time. It is to Diaguardi. He's crushed behind the line of scrimmage for a big loss. Not something you want to see right on. He was tackled by one of the big defensive linemen for Springfield. Yeah, that was an excellent execution by Springfield's defense there. Uh, Diaguardi really didn't have anywhere to turn. Loss of three on the play. The ball is all the way back at the 33-and-a-half yard line. Marple Newton needs to get to the 45, so third down and a long 11 with 7-12 to go first quarter. Springfield 7, Marple Newtown with the football for the first time. Fam split to the near side this time. Rodinger under center. He's got Duffy in the backfield. It's a pitch up the middle. On a fake to Diaguardi. He gets across the 40. Angling towards the far side. Does he get to the 45? 
Well, let's see. It doesn't look like he did. Maybe either we can get a beneficial spot. I know they're actually going to give him, Dave, only to the 43. It was a pretty good run. I thought he got a little more than that personally. but Yeah, you can never know which way when there's a, a big dog pile out there moving forward, moving to the side. Excellent run by Diaguardi. Gets them close to the first down, but we'll have Billy Weaverling back to punt. Timeout for Springfield. The man back at this time would have been Denzel Thompson, but we'll see what happens with Springfield. We're going to keep it here. 6.22 to go. First quarter. Marple Newtown trailing 7-0. Just couldn't get anything going on that first drive, Dave. That's something that uh, we have every every confidence, judging by last week, that they will get it ironed out because, after all, Marple Newtown did finally come to life in the second half, particularly the fourth quarter. Yeah, they had two scores in the fourth quarter, both by Diagardi last week. Both of them were long runs also. And that's one of the things we're going to remind everybody about the wing tee is that, uh, especially early on, if things aren't clicking right away, it's going to show. However, adjustments are made and uh, focus is there. And by the end of this game, and certainly as, as we go along during the season, this will become a, a mean fighting machine working as one. So that's just one drive there by Marple Newtown that did not go as planned. Springfield will get the ball as number 10 Denzel Thompson is the lone man back. He is standing at his own 22-yard line. The ball is snapped. Weaverling gets a boot under it. The line drive, and Thompson will take it as a fair catch at the 25-yard line. So with 6.13 to go, first quarter, Springfield tries to add to its 7-0 lead. And Marple Newtown's defense will try to, once again, get untracked as they could not hold Springfield on its first possession of the football game. Interesting here that Springfield right away is going to go with a shotgun set no matter what, even with one man in the backfield constantly faking uh, the deep pass with three men as the wide receivers. Well, not only did we get to see the versatility of Matt Craig on that last drive, we got to see the, the Springfield offensive line quarterback. Springfield now, four wide receivers set. This time with Ryan Strain under center. It's a fake coming to the near side. It's caught by number 45, who apparently is not on a roster right now. If anybody uh, can get, a, get that out of the way, we'd like to have that gentleman's name. And Mario Diagardi made a great stop there, but they were still able to pick up the first down. There's a first down. Big gain. 17 yards on first down here. Marple Newtown backed up. Springfield has the ball at the 42 near sideline. One man in motion. Shotgun again, strain under center. He hands it off to Craig. Tries to feel his way across the 42. Does not get to the 45. And Diagardi once again on that tackle. Also on the tackle was number 50, Brian Kelly. And once again with the spots, they did push him forward. It is a gain of four. Second down and six from the 46-yard line. Once again, four wide receivers set. Shotgun formation with strain. Ball is snapped. He's looking over the middle. It is in and out of the hands of Denzel Thompson, number 10. Good play by the pair of defenders there. Brian Kelly once again was in on that. He was, I guess, the wide receiver heard footsteps. Or Absolutely. Was knocked out. Absolutely. It was, in, it was in his hands right there. He, was looked, he looked it in, but as soon as the two Marple Newtown defenders were there, it just fell out. Big third down here for Marple Newtown. Ball to Springfield 46. Third and five. Three wide receivers this time. Shotgun. It's a bad snap, but it's a handoff. 
Number 34, Derek Boone has it this time. He goes absolutely nowhere. Mario Diagardi, once again, third tackle of the series. Dave, that play was over before it started. Marple Newtown read that like it was a book. And we have another Tiger Roar. So the defense provides a little bit of a spark. With the offense trailing. So we have fourth down. Interesting set there. On the punt is Cameron Durham. It's a pooch punt. Bounces at the 25-yard line going across the 20 and rolling finally parallel to the 15-yard line. Let's see where they're going to down it. Looks like it's a 17-yard line with 4.41 to go. Marple Newtown trailing 7-0 on the change of possession. We're going to take a timeout and be back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large-screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game, live in high def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. Ryan Duffy takes it off tackle to the far side for a couple yards on first down. Four minutes and 28 seconds left to go. First quarter. Marple Newtown's offense trying to get on track, trailing 7 nothing. Well, if they are going to get on track, they're going to have to get that running game established because we haven't really seen the passing game yet this season or preseason. So we'll see if Ryan Duffy, Mario Diagardi, and others can drive the ball up the field. Ball was spotted on the kickoff at the 17-yard line. It's a gain of about a yard and a half, generously. Second down and a long eight for the Tigers. Duffy in the backfield. Rodinger under center. Just to go up the middle, you have Cimarromo gliding his way across the 25, close to a first down. We'll see where he gets. He might have gotten that knee down at the first down marker, which is the 27. Tackle for Springfield by number 34, Derek Boone. Saw him returning some punts earlier, and he made some tackles there. This is exactly what we want to see from the wing tee, a little bit of slash and burn. But there's no, no Graziano, no Giordano in there. It's just bull rush your way forward. You have to use your size, your relative you know, diminutive size, your quickness, and your ability to dive forward to get those yards. So it is a first down. It's a handoff once again. That really goes nowhere. That's the most identifying piece of, uh, piece of that uh, pile are all the Springfield defenders. And he ran right into a pile of yeah. Springfield defenders. That was Duffy again. And uh, basically, before we could even have a chance to find his number, he was taken under by a tidal wave of Cougars. No gain on the play. Open Newton needs to get to its own 37. Once again, second down and a long eight. Right under center, no man split wide anywhere. We have a cocoon-like backfield. Three men, let's see who's going to get it. It's a delay to Moat. He slides his way across the 30. Could have had more, Dave, but he was tripped up. He was tripped up by number 34, Derek Boone, once again. So we will have another crucial third down coming for the Tigers' offense. 
Ball spotted at the 32, so it looks like it will be a third down and five. As the sun is finally setting below the horizon here in a pinkish-orange glow behind the gray canopy of clouds just off to our left, pointing west. It's a nice little scene offset by the goalposts and the scoreboard as the sun goes down behind the bank of trees here in suburban splendor. Rodinger under center. Third down and five. He drops back to pass. He's going to roll to the left. Now he's going to cut up the middle. He's on a keeper. He goes across the 35. He's pushing and pushing and pushing. Let's see where he gets it. He's very close to that first down marker. It was a nice run there. First down on that tackle was number 41. Looks like Tyler Morrissey. And with that second and third effort, the quarterback does pick up that first down. Great to see. Great to see where that will takes over when the legs can't move. And you got to love the Tiger Roar. Absolutely. Ball spotted just on the other side of the 37-yard line. Gregory in motion. I believe it's Tom Antista split wide to the right. Moat gets the handoff. Off tackle coming to the near side. And he's shunt down shy of the 40. You can see one thing here. The Springfield defense has come to play tonight, and they are making big tackle after big tackle. And they got some big defenders down there, too. As we kick down inside, a minute to play here in this opening quarter. Springfield 7, Marple Newtown nothing, but making gains. Every play, every series here for their second try on offense. The ball is spotted this time just outside the 40-yard line. We'll call it the 40. On the near hash mark. They need to get to the 47. Second down and seven. Three-man backfield once again. Now becomes a two-man backfield. Duffy and Diaguardi. Ranager hands it up to Duffy. He streaks forward across the 45. He's got the first down across midfield. Finally dragged down in Cougars territory near the 45-yard line. Yeah, almost able to break free there, but Denzel Thompson... The uh, big defender from Springfield was able to drag him down. There we go, Ryan Duffy, 5'10", 185-pound senior. Definitely looks like a man more my size, and I go about 5'8", 165, 170, but i tell you what, I would love to have that kind of mobility. And he fights for every yard. If he can get an extra yard, he will reach for it, even if it means getting pummeled by a bunch of hey, defenders. And also, once he gets that motor running, if he's tripped, that's good for another extra two yards. We've got a break coming up after this play. They get that final play of the first quarter off. The ball is on the ground. Diaguardi had it and then lost it. Springfield, everybody on that sideline is pointing forward, and they do. Springfield has the football. Springfield has the football back at Marple Newtown's 48-yard line. As that last play of the first quarter, we're going to take a break and be on the other side for the call of the second. After one quarter of play, Springfield 7, Marple Newtown nothing. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now, and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. 